And welcome to In Shadows of the Secret Chambers. What's up, guys? What's up? It's Kung Fu Friday. It is? Yee. That's why we that's why we're here. <laughs> Con. That's why, that's why we're doing this. That's why we're we're in this we're, we're hidden and shadows of the secret chamber. I wanna be white shadow. <laughs> no, that's Miko. You guys saw him on the Insta. If you guys are on there, <laughs> uh, that's the newest shadow. Um, I'm Alex. I can see. And I'm Khan. Yeah. So we're coming to you guys today uh, with this dope movie that we watched called Chasing the Dragon. Drug reference. Chasing the Dragon. Puff. Chasing the Dragon. The Magic Dragon. That's, yep. That's the song. <laughs> this is how this <laughs> classic song of Chasing the Dragon by aerosmith so uh we're going to start off with an introduction first i want to let you guys know we are hidden shadows of the secret chambers chamber one chamber sorry con <laughs> i'm sorry um what we're about is we watch and review awesome kung fu slash martial arts films um we really don't care if they're modern, if they're the latest, or if they're some classic old school movies. But we review them, or we watch them and review them in a comical way for you and your friends and your friend's sister. And, and Stacy's mom. And, and her daughter, Rose. Rose is so fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, so... That's that's kind of what we're about. We like to start the episode off with telling y'all what we've been watching lately. So, Con, uh, why don't you kick us off? I actually haven't been watching anything. I've been doing a lot of research on all of uh, just a bunch of new games in particular. Okay. Yeah. What's uh, the what's... Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Okay. Is mm, developed by Arc System Works, and I'm a huge fan of their ga- uh, their fighting games, and uh-huh. even their uh, they're just other rpgs and stuff that they put out what's it's like what's amazing. another big one that they put out like uh in fighting games uh blaze blue blaze blue guilty gear uh-huh. uh but again these are all like really anime fighters which you know makes sense for dragon ball fighter z for sure dragon ball fighter z is it's gonna be huge people who thought marvel versus capcom infinite was gonna be huge this year like don't get me wrong i still love that game yeah but dragon ball fighter z is like a phenomenon it's really? gonna be that it's that huge oh, i need it i want it right now also speaking on other games monster hunter worlds came out and akansi is leaving the ps4 in the other room and i can't use it to play monster hunter. <laughs> don't put me on blast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the uh monster i bought hunter. it <laughs> yeah you bought that one you, bought you, that one. you wait your turn <laughs> you wait your turn six weeks later <laughs> And Eight then months you, later. And That's then how long play. it's going to take to get to PC. Jeez. But, uh, I mean, like, there's just... 2018 is going to be huge on video games. Way better than 2017. Because 2017 had a lot of, like, overhyped bull. <laughs> yeah. Nothing good. Well, what about you, Nekonzi? I have been playing Tomb Raider all day today. <laughs> <laughs> I get, like, one day off where I can just do nothing. So, yeah, it was nice to just chill and play tomb raider the definitive edition and i played monster hunter world <laughs> yeah as you yeah as you gathered <laughs> from earlier from uh con's complaints game is amazing 
crazy. Want to bring up though that the Tomb Raider trailer. Uh, asked Nikonsi about this earlier is that the new Tomb Raider movie is going to have some sort of tie-ins with the actual game. Oh, that's pretty sick. But it is its own story at the same time. Uh-huh. And that game is amazing. Like, there's great storytelling in that game, and mm-hmm. I'm super excited for the movie. That's sick. It's, um, yeah, it's like... I'm surprised how good the the game itself is because there's some games where you kind of just move along and push buttons and it's just like watching a visual but this one you're <gasps> you're like whoa it, get, it gets intense it's a roller coaster guys it is <laughs> everybody needs to go play tomb raider there you go all the gaming world y'all go check out those games what is it so it's dragon ball z fighter dragon ball fighter z fighter z and then we got the new tomb Ra- raider game for ps4 old tomb raider game I just don't play a lot of video games. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, not <laughs> it's that. way old. Well, if you guys haven't gotten around to it, <laughs> easy recommendation. Get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been all right. Uh, super um, lame. I've been reading lately. I haven't been Ooh. on the Netflix lately, but um, I've been reading a trilogy. Um, it's a Robin Hobb trilogy called the Assassin's Quest, the Farseer trilogy. I'm on book three. It's a pretty dope uh, story. Um, it's basically about this bas- one-minute review. Yeah, I'm gonna book do style. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna try and keep it really short. I know it's a trilogy, so I'll just kind of tell you the the gist <laughs> of the first book. It's um, this kid who was born um, illegitimately to a king in waiting. Uh, the guy's name was Chivalry. Anyways, tor- terrible naming of the characters in this book. It's hilarious, but it kind of grows on you after a while. Anyways, it's about him trying to thwart his evil uncle's plans to take the the throne. And there's pretty cool, like, um, it's kind of fantasy. So there's, like, this aspect about where they have, like, this superpower where... They can not superpower, but like a power to or like a magic to read other people's minds and and get them like persuade them to do things without even knowing you're persuading them to. It's kind of like the force, but uh, it's super dope. The um, author is Robin Hobb, and again, it's called Assassin's Quest: The uh, Farseer Trilogy. Let's. I'm gonna call that at 50 seconds because it took me about 10 seconds to open up the stopwatch. So. All right, not bad. <laughs> you know, not you did bad. it. You did it. Sold it. Yeah. So today we watched uh, again chasing the dragon. Uh, we had. Uh, let me pull this up. Or actually, you know what? That's your job. Done. Done. <laughs> Movie facts. History. Chasing the dragon actually just came out on Blu-ray uh, January 23rd to uh, America, but the film came out uh, at the end of September in Hong Kong and China. Uh, Stars Andy Lau and Donnie Yen. Y'all know, you know, uh, Ip Man. There you go, Donnie Yen. Um, Honestly, it's hard for me to remember all, like, Andy Lau's films, but I recognize his face right away. Yeah, like... (laughs) For sure, he's a well. He's he's been in a lot of movies. He's a great actor and definitely uh, someone you want to root for. I don't know what it, he's got that face, man. He's got that trusting that that face you just want to trust. Crazy part about this film is Andy Lau played the same character in uh, 1991 
and his character's name is Lee Rock. Whoa. Uh, but but the film in 1991 there was two films and it was completely from his point of view. For this movie, uh, it's uh, in Donnie Yen's point of view, or uh, his character is called Crippled Ho. <laughs> God damn it, we're 12 years old. Um, okay, so should I try, since I already had a, a good warm-up with the book that I've been hey. reading, to... Uh, Summarize it without spoiling it? Uh, all right. Ooh, all right. That's my hardest, this hardest you know, the, the tallest hurdle to jump over. Go. Okay, so we got um, Cripple Ho. He is, you know, a, a street rat like Aladdin again with big aspirations to make a lot of money. But he's got his boys on his it. back. And, gang, gang. Yeah, that's gang, gang, gang. And then we got a crooked cop who actually comes upon them because they got into a gang fight. And then they come into a partnership so that uh, uh, Cripple Ho can start selling drugs but then keep... Uh, the police keeps tabs on him, and they kind of give him the profit, the share of their profit. The Brits are there, fucking shit up, oppressing the people. And um, Donnie Yen and Andy Lau basically try to team up and try to overthrow them, while staying out of the jail. <laughs> that that's uh, that's fourteen seconds left on the clock. So you know you're getting faster. I'm getting, getting a little faster. faster. I don't know if I said enough. It was it was a long. But movie. also you do, you weren't trying to spoil anything, and I mean, that's the there's a lot of things that we need to touch on when we go through these. Yeah, this without. I got it. I got it. Man comes from foreign land, meets other man, does not like man. Other man doesn't like man either. Man meets man becomes best friends. Man, man. When is boy meets world? <laughs> Not to be confused with a, with a man named man, by the way. <laughs> man hung. Um, so let, let, let's get into this one. This movie was super long, but like in a good way. And fuck, man. Uh, Donnie Yen, you know, you're... you're typical kung fu movie hero like man he was like al pacino johnny depp and uh donnie yen <laughs> robert de niro all just tied into one like it was it was like the movie blow and 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 uh scarface all put into one dude it he, was a dope movie he needs to win an award for his acting in this film i forgot that i was watching donnie yen and I was like, this is crippled hoe. I would want to bring up that um, this movie, there's a lot of parallels to draw to Shinjuku Incident. But I absolutely loved Shinjuku Incident. It was a really different take for um, Jackie Chan. And this is also in the same vein where you're like, wait, Donnie Yen can like do all this still outside of just kung fu movies. Yeah. You know, Holy it's really shit, great man. to see see like this opportunity for them to explore other projects, and there was still action in the movie, but it was so gritty. But uh, and and a lot of the time, like we got drawn into the story. Yeah, like they did, it was really well scripted, so you were rooting for Donnie Yen for most of the film, if not all of the film. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Um, let's let's. Sh- 
jump into these uh, these categories so we really dissect this motherfucker. I couldn't wait to get on this mic. <laughs> so let's do it. <laughs> what do you got for us? Uh, first one is plot and the and acting. Plot and acting. Um, well, we kind of already touched on it, so I want to try and not repeat much of what I said, but the plot was just... Of course, it was based off of a true story. So let's just kind of say how did they present it with overall the storytelling in the movie was phenomenal yeah like the director was amazing but also that script was amazing yeah that you know there's a lot of like everybody was carrying more than their weight i think this movie really does deserve an award like, that was great even the supporting cast you yeah you were like connecting to just oh no like this is our brother and you know we're gonna help him oh no he like there's a huge fight like you're protecting your family yeah you know when when bad things happened to the characters you did not want those things to happen to them yeah because you liked them so much even though they are let's be honest these are these are drug lords there's druggies like like just gangsters like it, it's it's in, in general it's a bad light and you're just like you're still rooting for them the whole time yeah they did a, they did a really good job of, of selling the audience on <laughs> these are good guys and the reason why you're rooting for for them is because in the beginning of the film he only joined that gang so he could help the people that helped him come from the foreign from uh, china to hong kong yeah he was trying and they were in debt so he was like oh well you helped me so i'm gonna help you yeah by any means necessary and the police kind of presented him with that opportunity Here's, to do it yeah yeah so he he wasn't i mean he was slanging drugs but he hated that that was the way he had to do it how to get his accomplish his goals and it showed the inner turmoil he had especially as he got more powerful when he he didn't want any of his family or anybody who who he directly yeah knew directly that he didn't want them to touch the drugs yeah so i'm gonna give um uh the acting in the plot i'm gonna give those nines out of tens Mm. Mm -hmm. we know that i never give perfect scores this is this is be as close to a 10 as a nine gets right. nine, nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without fully being a, a ten. <laughs> Plot the way it was told, it was it was just so well rounded. Nine out of ten. Acting, everybody was believable. Mm-hmm. So nine out of ten again. Holy fuck, man! It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Cinematography, ah, oh, nine out of ten. Oof. Is that our next category? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nine out of ten as well. Yeah, nine out of ten. Uh, I want to bring up that because this is a modern film, you do get to see some of the shots uh, using a more modern technique, like a railing system. But the way it pans over is phenomenal shots. Like getting to see all that architecture of what I would assume is supposed to be Hong Kong apartment complexes and like the slums. You know what's kind of interesting about the the camera techniques and angles and way of like following the characters, y- it did a good job of making you feel like you were watching a movie in the nineties. And I yeah, a lot of the uh, anti like this the specific clutter that they were adding into shots uh-huh. 
felt really thematic of like yeah you were in the 90s or you or you were in like the slums of hong kong they were slinging drugs yeah it was very it, it kind of gave you a nostalgic vibe that i love when 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 um you know when cinematographers or directors whatever <laughs> do uh when they're filming a movie that was like kind of a tribute to a movie from a certain era so definitely appreciated that and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna revoke my nine out of ten i'm gonna give it a ten out of ten i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna oh. give my first 10 out of 10 let it be noted <laughs> on our 10th episode what coincidence Nine? anyway and <laughs> this film takes place in 1963 mm-hmm. mm. oh mm. so that's so, another homage to so we were all wrong on our timing but still yeah well but no the movie we were... was was filmed in the 90s though that's no the original Oh, the original, the original film. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of yeah. what I was talking about. It's a remake of a 1991 film. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yep. 10 out of 10. What about, uh, did you already? Mm-hmm. Yep. So 9 out of 10, Con. 9 out of 10. This nine movie, ten, movie ten out of ten for me. is great. And it is, honestly, It's there's a ton of rewatchability. Oh, I oh yeah. We haven't even seen it again. And I'm like, let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what we got next? We got music. Music, uh, I give music a nine out of ten. Oh, is everything was just well placed, set excellently. It's just it wasn't like my favorite. That's the only reason why this movie isn't getting a ten out of ten for me because it's not a favorite of my movies. Right, but it's it's all superbly well done. Yeah, I am gonna cut off Alex. <laughs> That's okay. And just go straight into it. This soundtrack was amazing. Uh-huh. Like the their choices of just taking us to different places in the scenes. Like you specifically when we go to Taiwan or Thailand, I forget which one. Like their choice there was still like they still used modern techniques, but it felt like Thai music. Yeah, and it really set the uh, the 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 tone the mood right and as far as other musical choices go in there like these were what was the time time again 1963 yeah this was like just um like like this was time period music playing in a lot of those areas that felt you kept saying it like they just brought so much sass and swag to the movie they did man like the soundtrack alone was setting that tone and that the like i will i would download the soundtrack and listen to it like it just it was felt great and the drama the dramatized music still sent chills and i yeah. like i if i'm getting goosebumps on a soundtrack i'm excited <laughs> yes um yeah dude so i'm i'm also going to give it a, a 9 out of 10 cuz all of what you said man i i agree tenfold um and Oof. yeah dude it it was definitely a special one for me action choreography so did you keep track of how many actual fights there were no this movie had like probably seven fights i was keeping like eh, kind of but this film wasn't about kung fu right yeah this was not a kung fu film it just had kung fu action stars which which we yeah came in expecting a kung fu film and but how cool is it that a kung fu fighting film like a movie star did a movie where he like just fought and brawled like a normal brawler shit was gritty it, it was, was yeah 
It was freaking dope, man. Again, bringing up Shinjuku incident, seeing Jackie Chan do those fights, they were, I mean, obviously you're going to choreograph, uh, you know, choreograph a fight anyway, mm-hmm. but th- like taking Jackie Chan's lighthearted um, fight scenes and then making it gritty, there was still Jackie Chan flavor going on in there. And so in comparison to this movie, like Donnie Yen does insanely like tough looking like fights. Yeah. And for this to go just brawling and make it grittier. Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. So many moments. Honestly, I still wanted some kung fu. I wanted Donnie Yen to do kung fu in this film. But I read something interesting. In, when he was filming the Triple X movie, mm-hmm. The Return of Xander Cage, <laughs> the director of this film came, like flew to him and said, I really, really want you to be in this film. I just, I need you to be in this film. Right. Even though there's not going to be, he's like, there's not going to be Kung Fu in this film, but I need, I want you to be in this film. And Donnie Yen was like, all right. Because he was, the director was so sincere with his vision. That's incredible. And you know what? Donnie Yen just took it and ran with it. I mean, again, he just did... I again we we came in expecting a kung fu film and I just really like appreciated out the gates I was like oh he's not doing kung fu and this isn't about his kung fu it's really more about his acting abilities and which are still really good just yeah oh my god did such a fantastic job of um you know bringing that character that person to life yeah and speaking of don yen being in a movie that's kind of outside the genre i mean even in rogue one he was still doing like his action scenes were still like kung fu yeah but there was still that like it's different from a lot of his other stuff this is like three steps beyond that like we were like don yen is in there being like drunk brawl brutal that's not at all what we see in all of his films it's so calculated on the movements he's a good uh he's a good uh english like um, like american actor i guess you could say i don't know if that's really american but like you know good at playing uh english speaking roles mm, yeah i <laughs> <laughs> just really long dragged that way <laughs> it's like what is he trying to say <laughs> let me just say it seven times until oh, i hit the okay. right one gotcha i got it i got it <laughs> no but he's really good man um honestly uh i i may be upsetting some people right now but i can honestly say that he has been the most believable kung fu movie actor like to take on different roles and and you're not sitting there being like oh it's jet lee oh that's jackie chan like honestly i could sit here and be like no donnie yen is that you know that blind guy in, in star wars or right. he's um that poor villager in uh in dragon you know right. what i mean we were just talking about that earlier. yeah dude <laughs> it's like you just get sucked into the role that he's acting and you you're not seeing don donnie yen on camera you're seeing his character at least at least for me that's been my experience you need to watch jet lee's oceans heaven which one's that, that one? That is like the only movie that it's the only movie see. he doesn't do kung fu. Yeah, in. really. But he yeah, it's like straight acting. <laughs> oh, but it is but, great. But yeah, it's yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think I think uh, I, I don't want to um, diminish the other actors. You know, Jackie Chan and and uh, and Jet Li, 
their acting abilities because they have done some really good roles where you're just like, all right, this is Jet Li as an old, you know, like <laughs> groundskeeper. You know Ooh, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think Donnie Yen has kind of really every. I'm just really impressed by him every single role that he takes on. So I wish that. Jackie Chan and Jet Li would make more movies. I know they're doing their own thing right now because Donnie Yen is as old as they are. Oh yeah, but he's yeah. still like he's when when Jet Li was having his huge movies, Donnie Yen was uh like su- like supporting support roles in those movies. Really? But that's yeah. But he, his career wasn't quite he, as illustrious as no. His career did not pop off at all. Yeah, for the longest time, forever, for a very long time, until uh, Jackie Chan and Jet Li kind of like started doing other things, mm-hmm. and then Donnie Yen just exploded out of nowhere. Yeah, he, he definitely go- came out of nowhere. Then he was like, the go-to guy for everything. Yeah. yeah, no, that was definitely a, um, you know, just a talent waiting to be found. Right it was there. just he was waiting for his time. Yeah, but now. <laughs> Now that his time is during where technology is crazy impressive right now, mm-hmm. we say this now, of course. Yeah. Um. But, but it's like, yeah, it's cool to see. No, he's doing great. I think. I think he's. Uh, he's fantastic. I can't wait to see more of his of his older movies. Whatever you know, I'm I'm ready for. <laughs> bring on the Donnie Yen. Um. I I want to see. His version of Fist of Fury, it'd just be very interesting. Oh, I'm sure it would be, we, huh? There is, we, yeah. I just, we haven't watched it yet. Well. But, but Donnie Yen seems like the closest to um, a, a Bruce Lee type person. Yeah. Yeah. The way he, his movies and everything. I wanted to bring up, uh, this is still definitely one of my favorite uh, Donnie Yen movies is Dragon Tiger Gate. Like this is 2006. That's how old it, uh, it is, and it's part of like, like being a Donnie Yen fan. Like you get to see him do such a goofy role, but he he like carries really carries it. Like I th- really love that movie. It's very stylized. It's what 12 years old now, and it's based like, off a comic book. Well, yeah. maybe I I'm gonna <laughs> say right now I'm gonna safely say that you guys may be hearing. Uh, a movie review for that one mm. um and and you know since we're already recommending and we went on this long donnie yen tangent was that for action that was all right um i'm gonna give the action an eight out of ten the the action itself i feel like there was a lot more storytelling uh that uh lended it to it yeah but i still would put it at, at least a seven out of ten there you go I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Awesome. It served the it served its purpose, but for, it wasn't amazing. Right, for sure. And then what's our final uh, overall? Overall, I give this film is a badass film. I give it nine out of ten. Same badass film, nine out of ten. Bad ass film, nine out of ten. Easy recommendation. Yes. <laughs> Not even a recommendation. Like you kinda like, need to see it. <laughs> I I'll buy you a copy so you can watch it. <laughs> I will watch it with you yeah. the first time so I can watch it react to it like I did. I'm <laughs> hit us up so we can watch it with you and judge you. Alright. <laughs> you better like this movie. You uh, don't wait, have why aren't you reacting to this part? Why aren't you reacting? What's How wrong are you with not you? Connecting to these drugs. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> do you have no soul? You have to connect with this film. I'm rewinding it. <laughs> We're watching it again. If you have to use the bathroom, Go ahead, I'll pause it. <laughs> Actually, they did that for me. I had to use that. <laughs> we, we all, we're like, we're uh, like, okay, okay, we'll just wait. Okay, I was like, thank you, thank you so much. Um, we even rewinded it because uh, I I was craving brownies and ice cream because they made brownies and I had to make it bowl. How you gonna bake those in the same house where we watching the movie? We're gonna have to eat them. Um, so gotta end it on our favorite little segment here. What the fuck moments? That movie, oh my god, is it was hard to track the first half of the movie. Like I was just so into the storytelling, there was hard to. I'd have to go back and pick out a couple, but specifically, yeah. Um, in the first half of the movie, there was uh the overdosed drink, or was that in the second half? It's hard to. That was intense. That was in the first half. Oh yeah, 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 like forced him to drink the overdose to drink it was really insane just kind of like as a a way to torture him into like hey if you don't tell us we won't help give you the remedy for this fucking drink um and then in the second half of the movie and i'm gonna steal this from you guys if you were thinking a different one but the pee scene yeah that was gross oh that was disgusting that was so messed up yeah the the british the the british cop was basically trying to make somebody drink his piss whoa, for whoa. don't worry i'm not gonna say who yeah we can't we can't spoil everything but let's just say you don't suck dick for weed no you don't <laughs> but you might for some other kinds of drugs <laughs> don't do drug kids um uh my what the fuck scene is the part where um <laughs> it was kind of like that montage where uh um, Cripple Ho's character, or Donnie Yen's character anyway, Cripple Ho. Cripple Ho. Cripple Ho. Um, was, you know, his, his, his side when, of, of the drug industry was starting to get big and like kind of, you see kind of the sweatshop where all the guys are making the Ooh. drugs and one guy like fucks up an order or something like that. So the, the guards come in, grab him by the hair, open his mouth and shove a dry, blow dryer down his fucking mouth. I was like, I didn't know that was a form of torture. And that's intense. I was like, what the fuck? Just heat pouring down your throat. Holy shit. So that was my uh, what the fuck moment right there. My what the fuck moment was when they had the first huge fight scene. Uh-huh. At the very beginning of the yes. movie. Yes. Was... And Donnie Yen was just doing flying jump kicks to people's faces. It's like one, two. He was just like Bruce Lee's jump kick everywhere. Pretty amazing. I'm going to sneak in uh, two more good what the fuck moments. Sure. Uh, because Nakansi brought up the beginning of the film, I also have to admit that one of my prime what the fuck moments was just reacting to Donnie Yen's young man hair. He had a full <laughs> head of hair. You are going to see. He looked like my brother. That's like, oh, I've seen that hairstyle because I know it. It's... So Donnie Yen has hair in this movie. It was so young. If you're oh. used to his clean cut look, get ready to get your mind rocked. Um, I, I think it grew on me. And, and again, that was part of the transformation of Donnie Yen into, into cripple Ho. Mm. is that, yeah, at first the hair was just like, 
Look, this is Donnie Yen with long hair. This is kind of crazy. <laughs> but then, and, but again, he just acts so well and sucks you into the story. You're like, this is this is Cripple Hope. It's why I brought up Dragon Tiger Gate. That movie will make you be like, okay, that was 12 years ago, but Donnie Yen, why well, you had a full head of hair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and my, my other, uh-huh. my, my, like, my, what, fifth? Fifth now, I think? <laughs> what the fuck moment that was sneaking this one in mm-hmm. really quickly is... How he gets his name Cripple Ho. Yes. That oh was God. such a gritty scene. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. Definitely a defining mm. uh, scene like that, for his for his relationship with uh, with the yeah. the cop, uh, cop's character, Again, with Brock Lee. Rock. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> Lee Rock. Lee, All right. <laughs> Lee Rock. Uh, yeah. Lee is his first name. Brock Lee. Lee Rock. Rock Lee, Lee is a different character. I think in <laughs> uh, the the subtitles called it Lee Rock. Lee Rock. Sergeant Major Lee it's, Rock. But in the casting crew, it's called Louis Locke. <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. So I think our subtitles had him. Yeah. It's probably like an, for the American. You'll still probably know. Character. It's probably a translation because the old film is Lee Rock. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No worries. Um. But like the storytelling in this movie was amazing, and the direct like we just really you really need to go see this movie. You really need to spend time just experiencing it, and then take a second and third viewing to really analyze and see like how a shot is set up, how there's so little or specific clutter in in a shot, and it drives home the fact that they're showing all of this power struggle through body language and like verbally how all these characters are going to clash together but there's still an underlining tone of cooperation going on they're trying to work together without actually having to kill each other yeah this movie is great it's it's amazing guys go check it out um that that's it for hidden shadows of the secret chamber today hidden shadows 10 yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah, tenth episode, guys. We're on Spotify now. Me and Conti are working hard to get us on uh, Twitcher and iTunes. Yeah. I'm sorry, Twitcher, Stitcher, Stitcher. and iTunes. I'm a Twitcher. Yeah. Hey. I'm. <laughs> I got distracted by Con's twitching. Sorry. Um. But uh, check us. Go give us a like on uh um. Go check out our page on Instagram, IG. Uh, Facebook coming soon and you guys can find all our information on there and some hilarious videos of me and Khan and <laughs> Nikonzi. Um enjoy and Khan did you want to plug anything before we got, to, uh, got going here? You know, always plugging my Twitch link down below. Mm-hmm. Got some uh iHeart Gaming stuff coming in l- later on this year. So I'll be able to actually plug that when I get more information from them. <laughs> Heck yeah. Conti, what do you want to plug? Just that everybody has a nice day. Hey, have a great Friday. Everybody if you're, if you're driving to work right now, Kung Fu Fighting Sorry. on Kung Fu Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're out. Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. Oh. Damn, we fanboyed the fuck out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Donnie.